a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Utah Centers has arrived. Love that music. Always great to hear that opening music. It means yeah. something exciting is going like to happen. That NFL music, man. Yes, on the frozen on. tundra of Lambeau Field. Lambeau Field. Love it. The Vince Lombardi led Green Bay Packers take on Tom Landry. The Dallas Cowboys. And the Dallas Cowboys. Love that, man. That's what I grew up on as a little kid. So, um,. The NFL is ever-changing. It is. We knew going into this offseason that there was going to be a, a very heavy quarterback market. Yeah. But this first move, which actually happens before you can make a move. Right. It's a move that ha- you have to wait until actually, I think, the 14th of March. To make it official. To consummate. Yeah. Um, happened. Good between, word, man. Consummate. Yes. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet you do. Uh, <laughs> it happened between the, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Washington Redskins, and they've traded Alex Smith to the Redskins for a third-round draft choice. Right. And a player. And a player, the cornerback. Yeah. Which, How do you feel about this, Jason? You I, know, it's funny because I'm a, I'm a Redskin guy sure. and you know, part, pretty, still pretty close to the Redskin family, right? I mean, you, know, you go out and visit them every year and have the reunions, no Bruce Allen, all of that. So it's, it's a little personal. And uh, I, was a little sh- I was shocked, honestly. I, you, know, you knew there was the drama around Kirk Cousins and are they going to you know, franchise him again and you know, have him there and... And I just, I just didn't expect it. Just, it just kind of came out of left field. So, but I think Kansas City, to me, looked like they got a good trade out of it. I mean, I, you know, they got, uh, they got the corner that's going to really help them. They got the young first round quarterback that they're going to move in there to play. I think Kansas City got everything they wanted on the deal. So I look at this and I'm like, what are you guys thinking? Yeah, I mean across the board. I would, I would not have picked Alex Smith going to the Washington Redskins. It would not have been my pick. I did not think. I, I, I'm I did really not see shocked that by it. I yeah. could see Alex Smith going to the Broncos. I could see him possibly yeah. going to the Buffalo Bills. I could see him possibly going to the Jacksonville Jaguars, where they're they're teams with really good defenses that just need a quarterback yeah. like Alex Smith. Yeah, a guy that has consistently proven his ability to play and play well, not necessarily play lights out well, right. but certainly play but well enough. a great enough, veteran quarterback. Well enough. I mean, Nick Foles is kind of like Alex Smith, and he's, on, and, and he's played well. Uh, he hasn't played lights out, although he's played pretty good. 
Played pretty good in played, that championship game. Yeah, played game. good in the championship game. Real stepped it up. So so I think a couple of things could be happening. Andy Reid goes, look, if I keep Alex Smith, the only option available to me is a Super Bowl. I got to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And he may look at his team and go, I'm not sure that we're a Super Bowl team yet. Maybe there's a couple of parts missing. Yeah, I think they're close. I really do. They're, they're close to hunt for the AFC Championship game. Couple De- parts. Defense is a little out. And, and plus, their yeah. best, uh, Barry, their best defensive player, went out early on in the year. That really hurt That them. really hurt him. But he goes, if I can bring in the young quarterback, it does, anything positive he does is better. Because you're now in the, in the mode of, we're rebuilding. And as a coach, That's true. you go, rebuilding gives me three, four more yeah, years. Gives, gives you a little more, Alex takes the pressure Smith off gives a me bit. a year. Yeah. Right, I mean, I mean, as a coach, it's it's, and 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 Andy Reid's done well, and I and and I don't I don't think he necessarily thinks that way, but that's the reality of, of the patience of people, with your with your program is yeah. is that if you have a young guy in there, it's going to generate tremendous interest in the Chiefs. If anyone can the develop, base, if anyone owner. can develop a quarterback, it's Andy Reid. I agree, and he must feel that that uh, this guy he has. Is uh, is the guy, or yeah. or could be the guy, or he never would have done this. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? He came in, they played him in that uh, first round, and he played really good. Played well. Yeah. So that that might have been the decision for him right there, where they went, "Hey, look, this is we're comfortable with this." And uh, you know, it was a perfect move for well, DC as far as the Redskins goes. I, I think you look at it and you're like, because it's, it's kind of a lateral move as far as the quarterback talent, right? Well, I, mean, I, I guess. I mean, I, I got a whole other idea about, I, about I guess, that. I think, it, I think it. You know, you look at it and read up on it. You're like, man, it's they were in a. It freed up a lot of their salary cap, and so there's probably some. I would guess behind the scenes they weren't getting along with the negotiating with Kirk Cousins over the last couple of years, and just got frustrated trying to get a deal done. And then they saw an opportunity and had that were able to get some room in their cap. See, and, and and I don't understand that, Jason. I don't understand that. Here's a guy who's played very well, yeah, every year, and he's played yeah. on these one year deals, which he made a whole lot of money in one year. You know, you can't you can't argue the money. Yeah, that but he's the player made. wants that commitment, right? Well, I mean, a player player wants guaranteed money. Yeah, they want guaranteed and, money, and, and they, the, they want to be respected. There's no and, commitment. The, the commitment is is if you play well right now, yeah, great. That's true. But if down the road you're slipping, you're out the door. Yeah, and they, it's just, they and, throw you to the dogs. Yeah, I mean, very few players are you know Tom Brady. You know, maybe some of these guys that have that have proven it. I mean, even Drew Brees. I mean, you know, it's a challenging thing what they're going to do with Drew Brees because Drew Brees is old. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, there's just not that many good years. Yeah, left. but he played great. But but, I, but you, Kirk Cousins, I I am baffled, and I've been baffled by this whole thing with the Redskins. It's like, why do you keep franchising the guy? I mean, to me, the franchise tag says this is our guy. Yeah, we want him around here. It's like you could have had him in a long term. Yeah, give him a long term deal, and probably financially been a whole lot better off. Because right. The 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 you know the thing you know now is a lot better than the thing you don't know down you the don't future know. And, and and he's a known and dude co- i was there when they developed him i was you know when i was coaching uh, as an intern with the redskins i was in camp and it was between him and rg3 and i watched him make the decisions and it was clear to me you know me and the other t- intern old nfl guys we go in after the first day of practice and we're like 
Yeah, we're working. This on is the, a no-brainer. We look, honestly, dude. Yeah. I mean, and I'm a D. I'm on the coaching defense, right? I'm more coaching defensive line, but we come together and team, and I watch it, and I go to this other ex NFL guy that's interning with me, and Tony Woods, and I'm like, hey, Kirk Cousins is far better than RG three. He's yeah. the NFL quarterback. I mean, in one practice, and you know, you watched him go through the drama, and you see. You know, Bruce Allen and Jay Gruden, everybody huddle up and huddle up and they made the move and they went with Cousins and it was the right move, right? And he, and they developed him and he was doing great. So you thought he was the future of the Redskins. What, what I think and, people, uh, I mean, what they don't understand, cause you, you said a very, a very smart word, development. Yeah. You develop a guy, they've put a whole lot. It's not the money. It's the time. The it's time. the every day. It's the off seasons. It's all yeah. those meetings. It's all those games. And here this guy's developed. And and unless you just in your development, and that that's what I, I question. There has to be something right in their view of Kirk Cousins that they do not like. At yeah. all, like they just go this. Ah, this is awful. Yeah, something's got bad. personal in the negotiation. Yeah, whether it's something, personal something or they just say, you know, in all reality, he's a pedestrian guy, and maybe he can do a good job on an average team, but he can't make the throws. He he doesn't handle big game situations. Not scoring well. down the red zone well. well, well there's and, something. I'm not saying yeah. that's what it is, but there's some there's, there's some something. significant thing that all the people that evaluate players go. He doesn't have it. He's not a long term. Um, franchise quarterback for the Washington Redskins. Otherwise, they would have done it a long time ago. It still baffles me that for two years they paid him this franchise, yeah. and they and they never did anything. And quite frankly, if I was him, I wouldn't want to be for, with the Redskins. I wouldn't want to do it. I, I would say, and, and there's something going on behind the scenes. Someone's just not sold, and someone who has a lot of pull is not sold on Kirk Cousins as the solution. But I'm baffled without ever getting into free agency that they went and and they picked up Alex Smith yeah. because they must feel that something in Alex Smith is a whole lot better than something they have. In, that that'd in Kirk be Cousins. my thought on it. That Jay Gruden, I mean, he knows what he wants. There must be something in Alex Smith that he's like as an offensive, you know, mind and slash coordinator head coach because he's you know he's that's his offense. Jay's going. That's my guy. I, he he must just it, the fuzzy wuzzy, you know, just the connection, the link. He must be going. I love everything about Alex Smith. He's the right fit for me. But how does and he? That's what I, it comes down to. I don't see the connection because yeah. I don't know that Jay Gruden knew or knows of Alex Smith, or or, or maybe he just says, you know, what? I think Alex Smith is a whole lot better than people are giving him credit for. Right. And he's going to go. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. We come back. Um, we're going to talk more about. Well, where does Kirk Cousins go? Yeah. And there's a whole lot of other guys going and coming, and, and where do all these things fit? But then you have the draft, and it makes it really, really, really interesting who does what. It all does. Right. Helmet, uh, helmet, helmet. Rivals. Rivals. Rivals is going to take a break. <laughs> We're going to go talk to our friends at Helmets Off, but yeah, uh, we'll but, be back in a minute. But the Rivals will be back. <laughs> to our friends over at Helmets Off. Yeah. We're now back at Rivals. The, the one friend, Helmet. The one friend. The Helmet. You should call it Helmet yeah. because it's, it's a, just Scott. It's a sole proprietorship. <laughs> it's a solo show. Yeah. There's only, there's only one of us there, and uh, that would be me. Um, yeah. 
And, you know, hey, if you're ever bored and you want to listen to something other than Rivals, check out Helmets Off. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's awesome. And you know yeah. what? That's actually got Rivals together, really, that, you know, you and I always knew each other. Yeah. But I was one of your first interviews for Helmets Off. You were. And it was actually an audition to see if you were going to be any good as a, as a co-host. If you'd want to work with me. Yeah. See, if, if, uh, Rivals <laughs> see what was so cool, though? Because you did a bunch of shows with quarterbacks and receivers and running backs and... And it was a D lineman that you fell in love with, man. Well, no, so I I can't do a rivalry show with quarterbacks and tight ends, and <laughs> that would be called buddies. It's yeah. like all oh, your buddies, your are, buddies. You know, yeah, the, the, this is a different thing. This is rivals. This is like we don't get along. It's like quarterbacks from Mars, you know, D linemen are from Venus. Yeah, do that book. Yeah, one. Yeah, well. <laughs> right. Women are from Mars. Wait, men are from Venus. Whatever that book was, it was a good one. For the marital relationships. Men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Yeah. Right. That, and you right. said quarterbacks are from Mars, defensive de- linemen are, are from, from Venus. Venus. So you're <laughs> more just... like a woman <laughs> you, than a man. You caught that. I had to oh, I, knew, I, 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 I know what you were wrong. trying to do. You were trying to kind of just, you were trying to I, let I it go. Absolutely trying to. I wouldn't remember it, but that's like, the wait, whole rivalry. I was trying to say that the quarterbacks were like women. The quarterbacks were like women. Yeah. And it's not true. I messed that one up. The toughest guys on the field are quarterbacks. And that's what we're talking about. You're telling me. We're talking about more shows on that. Yeah. Well, we're talking about them right now. So it was big news. Yeah, it was big news. But you knew that Kirk Cousins was kind of the kingpin, the linchpin of all this stuff. And as as soon as he went, it's kind of all the other dominoes. Everyone else kind of fits in to their spot. I think think teams are going to really evaluate hard these draft picks. Oh, absolutely. And and there's some guys uh, that – that could be that sleeper guy like Carson Wentz. Yeah. You know, he, he ended up being probably the gem of, of that draft. Oh. Although Jared Goff has been a, a tremendous find for the Rams. Yeah. Done He's very a, well. I mean, I mean, both those players have. Yep. Uh, and, and so this, the uh, homes, right in uh, Kansas city, it looks like he's right. going to get a shot. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how some of these other other players pan out. So, so there's been some recent history of of showing that some of these quarterbacks can come in and make a difference. You have these teams like Cleveland, you have Denver, you have the New York Giants, you have a lot of these teams picking in the first five right. picks in the draft. I wouldn't be surprised if two or three quarterbacks go early, early, early if they really feel. That uh, that they could could actually play right. Luke Falk is another guy who's coming out that uh, was at Washington State. Where does one. he fit? People have said you know he's kind of a mid round draft choice, a kid from Wyoming. Everyone kind of is enamored with yeah, they're hot on him with his arm, and and then you have Baker Mayfield, who's you know he's the Heisman Trophy winner. Is he an NFL style quarterback? Personally, just watching him, I'm going to say no. Right. I just I'm not seeing it yet. He's a guy that maybe could develop over time, but I don't think he's a guy ready to step in. You have uh, you have uh, Sam Darnold at USC and and Josh Rosen at UCLA that are supposedly the top guys in the draft. And and Darnold, I think, is great. I, I love his toughness, but he's had some inconsistencies. Rosen is Rosen to me is one of those guys that's going to be like no one likes him. He's going to be like uh, Jay Cutler, yeah, or you know, yeah, some some of these other that. guys. Uh, 
So it, it, I think it's I think it's an interesting quandary that these these uh, owners are in to figure out because there's a lot of what I think are really good guys that are going to be on the open market as far far as quarterbacks go. Yeah, and then you have Nick Foles, you have Case Keenum, you have Sam Bradford, yeah. potentially have Drew Brees. You could potentially have Eli Manning. You have Blake Bortles. You have Tyrod Taylor. Uh, you got a you got a lot. Of, you got Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Got a lot of guys. Yeah. But see, teams are if if Nick Foles wins the Super Bowl, some of these second tier quarterbacks are now going to become a whole lot more valuable. Oh, I agree. I agree because he's seen it done, and he, he's going to step up into a whole new level. I mean, they're not going to let him go. You know, when he's won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I mean, Wentz back, and he should have the starting job, and he comes back. But well, of course he's going to. I mean, I mean, he's their future, and he yeah. was going to be the MVP of the league had he not gotten injured. Uh, you know, so whether Nick Foles stays or goes, the problem, and this is the thing, this is what my whole argument with Kirk Cousins. Okay, and I've I experienced this in my career that. There's something about development. There's something about continuity. There's something about staying with the team that you're on I that, totally that plays into everything you do. You look at – And you get in a city like Washington, D.C. versus a you know lower market city. I mean as far as your football career and your career afterwards, it, it, you don't want to leave a city like Washington, D.C. Well, right. You and, don't. Yeah, and so there's there's a lot of a lot of continuity to, do, to, to being yeah. in, in – Yeah, there's a lot to it. A, a similar so situation. So if I'm sitting in Kirk Cousins' shoes, I would not want to leave the Redskins. I, I just wouldn't, knowing what I've known and, and playing in Cincinnati and Washington, D.C. You know, you get in a major market like that, unless there's some just relationship issues that you just cannot overcome or that, or he's getting some bad advice from a, you know an agent that's pushing him. Because one of my advice I'd always tell players when they were in the league is, and you got to watch your back because nobody watches it but you. I mean, we, we all know that, and NFL stands for not for long. But I, w- I would tell players, say, if you got a coach that likes you and you're in a good situation, don't jump. The, the gra- grass is not greener on the other side, right? If you've got your niche and you've got that system going and you're part of the system and you've got a coach that likes you, you stay with them. Coaches want longevity. Yes. They're, they're whole, the whole thing for an NFL coach, I've got to coach 15 years. Yeah. Okay. That that's and so they're get their looking, pension. Get their coaches. It's getting pension. your your pension and the yeah. NFL coaches' pensions are wonderful. They're wonderful if you get fifteen years. Yeah. Okay. So it's all about what what situation can I get in? Who can I surround myself that will help me get that longevity? Coaches are going to go the the same way. They're going to go with what they know. They'd rather have what they know than what they don't know. Yep. They they know. I know with this. I can win. I can do well. And one of the greatest examples of that is Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells had Parcells guys. Yeah. And everywhere he went as a coach, he said, that guy, I I like that guy. That's one yeah. of my guys. And what happens is he gets his guys there, yeah. plus he brings in new potential guys at, who develop into his guys later on down right. the road. Uh, I remember Keith Byers was a Parcells guy. Keith Byers yeah. and I played at uh, at Miami together, and he became a Parcells guy, and followed him around. And you you are so true about what you say. If you have a coach that likes you, yeah. ride that horse, ride that horse, because man. that coach is going to go in those 
you know, staff meetings discussing yeah. personnel, and he is going to stand up for you because you're one of his guys, yeah. and he knows that he can count on you. It's not, it's not your guy because he likes you. It's your guy. You're his guy because. He knows. He knows you and he trusts you. He knows and trusts trust you. there. And you know, one of the reasons my career finished a little shorter, and one of the major factors in it was two of the coaches that just loved me, Pettibone, the coordinator of the Redskins, and my D line coach Torgy Torgerson, who was old, just retired. So when they when they were when that staff was fired, they were gone. They didn't go somewhere else, right? So don't in don't North get an Turner, old coach to like you. That's the key, yeah, the right? old, the real old guys. No, there's right? a lot of truth to that. I'm, I kind yeah. of say it jokingly, but it's no, like, there's truth. Pick a guy who's got some longevity. Yeah, who's yeah nobody be going knew you, right? right? They lay, they leave, and then nobody knows you. And yeah. it's uh, it's really weird because you go from being the guy, and then overnight, all of a sudden, nobody knows you, and you don't find a, a home, right? So it's it's you you have that horse, you ride that horse. I ran into the same exact thing, the same exact thing, and it. It kind of bothers me to this day about yeah. it because I was drafted by the Dolphins. Kevin Colbert was in the he was in the personnel department for the Miami Dolphins. Kevin left and went to Detroit, and that's where and I went as a free agent. Kevin picked me up as a free agent in Detroit when he was the director of he was pro personnel. Yeah. He may have been college, I'm not sure. And and he's like, you know, this is a great situation, blah, blah, blah. Kevin leaves. And he goes to Pittsburgh. So I end up kind of bouncing around a couple places. I go to Baltimore, go go to Cincinnati for a year. And Kevin goes, we want you to come to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I was like, well, uh, Dick LeBeau has promised me that I can compete to be the starter next year. And I and I won a lot of games this year yeah. with this team. And, and I know these guys. And so they brought in a new offensive coordinator in Cincinnati. Oh. And, and it was lights out. It was awesome. Yeah. And so – I didn't sign in Pittsburgh, and they signed Tommy Maddox. Dude, he's been so playing, much better. Who, well, he'd been playing in the XFL. Yeah. Tommy Maddox becomes – Cordell Stewart gets injured. Tommy Maddox starts playing, and he's the uh, the you know comeback player of the year and all these things. Yeah. And and my career essentially ended in Cincinnati, and I'd have probably Cincinnati played, ends a lot of careers. I probably would have played three <laughs> or four more, five, maybe even six oh, yeah. more years in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Had I stayed there, yeah, Pettibone would have stayed so, and it there. Would, I would have been there another and it three was to five all years. about the people that you that knew you, and yeah, knew exactly. What you were about. Knew you're about and, how to and, play. And it has you. nothing to do with ability. No, no. I mean, I mean, everyone has ability. It has it has so much to do about just who you know. It really is a who you know business. It so is so it so is. <laughs> maybe what we need to that. look at with all these quarterbacks is who do you know. And that's what I wonder about Alex Smith. That's true. There, there must be somebody somewhere inside that Redskin organization that knows Alex Smith, just knows loves something Alex about Smith. him, and loves him. Yeah. All right. Well, there, there you have it, folks. Uh, this is going to be a wild, wild offseason. Wild offseason. And it'll be a lot of fun to watch how this all unfolds. But there, I think it's some cool insight because, because it, really, it really is about who you yeah, know. It is. Yeah, we it both is. experienced it. All right. Uh, rivals has arrived and now it's time to go hope you've enjoyed please subscribe to our podcast text helmets to 65537 go to all of those social sites and like you like us like you we hope you like Man, you. love us nothing, nobody we likes love scott us. and jason on rivals we'll catch you soon <laughs>